In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The 11 to 1 show. Fear of the dark, fear of spiders. But this particular fear takes the biscuit. Or is that the crisp? More after Brian Adams on 11 to 1. Oh, that's helping with the Friday feeling. All right, Brian Adams, summer of 69. Sinead Brazel here with you. You can get in touch 086 1800 658. Happy Friday. Hope you're feeling good. Now, I've heard about weird phobias. And let me tell you, I do have a weird phobia, which I'll tell you about in a minute. But, uh, you know, this now last night just, I think, takes the biscuit. Or is that the crisp? Yes. Were you watching... First Dates Ireland last night. <laughs> I love this show. What genius thought up of this? It is an excellent reality TV show. And I'm not a massive, massive fan of reality TV, but this is excellent. So last night, another group of singletons joined the crew for the first dates in the restaurant last night. And Erin was matched up with Adam uh, he's from Tipperary. Now, Erin is deaf and there was a whole kind of thing about that. She was saying, you know, I am I can lip read. I do have a cochlear implant, but I just mere, mishear things, this kind of thing. So herself and Adam, it looked like things were going grand. You know, things were, you know, hit, they were hitting it off. And uh, he started to ask her, would you be a foodie like, you know? And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, I love trying new foods. And he says, yeah, look, I, I'm a bit picky, to be honest with you, with food. Tried out beetroot last week. That was a big day. He says, last year I tried jam and peanut butter on the same day. But he says, I have a weird phobia. If you miss this, this is what actually happened last night. I have a weird phobia of crisps. I have a weird phobia of crisps. I'm sorry, what now? A weird phobia of crisps. So Erin was kind of like, you know, is it the crunchiness or the texture or what's going on? He's never tried one. I mean, I'm always about halfway into a share bag do you know what I mean most nights but uh, he says um, you know look it's just not my thing or whatever the spark didn't fly then after that I don't know if it was because of this phobia or what's going on but it did get me thinking about weird phobias he can't be alone in this people have weird phobias of stuff I have the weirdest phobia ever of swimming pools now not swimming pools you know filled with water 
swimming pools that are empty of water I get freaked out by them I don't know what it is I don't know if it's like the thoughts of oh my god like what if it's suddenly filled up with water and I wouldn't mind I'm, I don't have a fear of water I'm quite a good swimmer so this makes absolutely no sense at all but you know if you see um, like I think there was a video doing the rounds of Mosny um, oh, years and years ago when it had first kind of you know just been left abandoned and then there was like the swimming pool with no water in it and I was freaking out about this or you know if you see it like if uh, it's, it's an awful lot of time it pops up in horror movies where they go into abandoned places and then there's an abandoned swimming pool with no water I can't be coping I cannot be coping with this so I'm wondering today are you like me are you like Adam in first dates do you have a weird phobia that you'd like to reveal 086 658 or are you just kind of afraid of the usual stuff like spiders that kind of thing Let's release the fear on the show today. Would love to hear from you. 086 1800 658. Yola, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Oh, there's lots of different ones coming in. I'm glad I'm not the only sort of weird person out there that's like freaked out about a weird phobia. Do keep them coming in to me. 086 1800 658. We'll get to some of those. And I've got music from Dua Lipa for you. 11 to 1 show L-M-S-M. Swimming pools with no water in them also you know when the cover is on the actual swimming pool as well that freaks me out too what's going on there we're talking about weird phobias you're getting in touch on 086 1800 658 absolute fear of spiders hate them yeah I think a lot of people like there's some sp- you know the huge spiders now you know the ones that kind of charge at you like no I'm running away from those guys definitely don't like those uh, not not a fan hate lifts Sinead fear of getting stuck yeah completely rational that is rational completely no phony no phone bia is it <laughs> my son definitely has this It uh, he's been stuck in it all week says Cheryl yeah the teenagers do have a fear of not having their phone with them. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sending that in. We Oh, this is a strange one now. Lisa's in touch. I have an awful fear of mash. So mashed potato, is it? I can't even look at it. If my hand touched off it, I would nearly vomit. She has the sick face emojis as well in there. Mashed potato. Right. Did you have like a awful lumpy one or something when you were small? I don't know. I'm, I have a fear of being in a field, says Jerry and Dundalk, or stall with a horse. Okay, I'll pet them if there's a fence or a gate between us. I used to be grand as a kid being around them. I don't know where this came from. I was never kicked by one or got booked off one or anything like that. Jerry, I'm kind of with you there now. I do love horses. They are absolutely majestic animals. And um, I remember I was bringing my son who was very smally at the time. To, it was actually during COVID and there used to be horses just down the way from us and I brought him down to pet this horse and of course, you know, kids, they don't really have any fear at all with any of this sort of stuff but we had a carrot for this particular horse and he I wasn't listening to me to put his hand a certain way and the child's hand was trapped in the horse's mouth. Well, I... I didn't know what to do I completely panicked now luckily it was like a split second and it was released now the child's hand like he did get a feral chomp alright he was a bit bloody but nothing you know a plaster at home wouldn't fix but the fear now with him around horses uh, like from my perspective he's fine with them I think but yeah I totally go know where you're coming from there you're just you're not sure aren't you not you're not sure what, what they're going to do maybe even though they are beautiful animals 
Beautiful animals. Do you keep those coming in? Fears. What are your fears or phobias? Strange, wacky, wonderful. We want to hear them all. 086 1800 658. Dua Lipa, Houdini and LMFM's 11 to 1. Fog. I hate it. Evil fog. What's walking in it? Says Christine. Yeah, there is like, you know, there's a reason why we see a lot of fog as well in horror films, you know. What is lurking there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you there. I'm with you there with the fog. Um, Don't laugh. Of course not. We won't laugh. But I hate belly buttons. Now, this is a thing. This is a thing I've heard before. People who don't like belly buttons. I know. I get that. I I sort of, yeah, I can see that. But what about like, you know, the lovely little cute belly buttons on on newborn babies and everything? You know? No? Right, okay. Uh, Also, butterflies to somebody else. This is a thing, right? I've Googled this. This is a thing. And texter. You are in the same league as Kylie Jenner. I don't know if that's going to make you feel good or bad about this. But apparently this is a real thing. She says, I'm terrified of butterflies, all butterflies. And uh, apparently her boyfriend at the time gave her a diamond studded butterfly necklace for her birthday. That might not have gone down so well. But there you go. Kylie Jenner is the same as you, person who doesn't like butterflies. Keep those coming in for me. Now, I just want to let you know, reminder about this, that the Kultur Migrant Centre and the Thai Asian community, they want to invite you to a great celebration. It is happening this Sunday, the 18th of February. It's the Lunar New Year, 2024, Year of the Dragon. So it's a whole celebration happening in Claremont Stadium in Navin on Sunday from 3 to 6pm. So it's going to be a line dance. There's going to be um, a martial arts and Thai boxing performances. There's going to be Taste of Asian Cuisine in there as well. Family activities activities, music and so much more. So that is all happening on Sunday, Claremont Stadium from 3 to 6pm. Damien Rice, Cannonball and LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, my first guest this morning was introduced to yoga many years ago and practiced it herself for a couple of years, but she never really tapped into that sort of transformative aspect of the practice until she was experiencing turmoil in her personal life. We're going to be finding out more about how yoga can help you heal with yoga teacher and physical therapist Miriam Gaynor. She's from Termin Feck and she's joining us next. The 11 to 1 show. My first guest was introduced to yoga many years ago and practiced it throughout both of her pregnancies, but she never really tapped into the transformative aspect of the practice until she was experiencing turmoil in her own personal life. Now she's on a mission to help others experiencing challenges or even trauma to overcome these obstacles through slowing down and looking inward. Now she's running a new block of classes in her studio Pavan Yoga and Physical Therapy in Termin Fekin. I'm delighted to be joined by yoga teacher and physical therapist Miriam Gaynor. She's on the line. Good morning Miriam, how are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? I am great. Great to have you on the show. So talk to us about this. What initially drew you into practicing yoga in the first place? Well, I'd always kind of had an interest and I thought there must be something in this. And we know the physical benefits Mm. of practicing yoga, like you, you get to strengthen and become more flexible in the body. But it didn't really click with me until... I went through some experiences myself of grief, illness, you know, Mm. life, basically. And I felt what I had constantly running in my life was that I went to a yoga practice once a week. It was a start for me, but it kept me moving forward and it helped me to stay present. 
And I realised there was more of an effect, not just on my body, but after my practice, I felt I felt more able to cope. Mm. And I didn't really know why. You know, it was it was fairly subtle at first. But then it just the more I practiced, the more I realised, you know, I'm doing okay. These things are happening in my life, but I'm able to cope. And it helped me to also not just deal with the difficult times, but to to stay present and enjoy all of the good stuff that was happening in my life. Do you know, and that's so key because so often I think we breeze by those moments, don't we? We breeze, we, we so, yeah. sort of wallow in the hardship and the challenges and we tend, the, the good times in our life, we tend to kind of fly by them. And that's really, I think, what the essence of yoga is all about. It's about being, you know, in that moment and kind of checking in with yourself, isn't it? Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that's where... I found refuge. I just mm. thought, you know what? I'm going to promote more of the good stuff in my life as well as dealing with what I'm going through. Just really focus on now and not miss out. Yeah. And not be yeah. trying to kind of, you know, think 10 steps down the line. That's when the overwhelm comes in. Absolutely. So when did you start teaching then, Miriam? Um, I'm just about over 10 years now teaching yoga. So I started life out as an art teacher Mm -hmm. and slowly through just becoming more and more interested in yoga. I then took up the practice more deeply and then did my yoga teacher training 10 years ago. Fantastic. And you've added physical therapy into this as well, which is going to be, you know, music to a lot of people's ears because a lot of people are maybe recommended to go to the likes of yoga or Pilates from uh, their their physiotherapist or whatever. So this is great to have that knowledge in the room as you do these classes. So you're not going to be doing yourself an injury. Absolutely. And I would ask my my students, Mm. my yogis, to come up to me and if there is something going on in the body like an injury or even difficulty in movement it can be anything from extreme to like just these little stiffnesses that we all have and I adapt my classes and to individual needs as well as the group needs. Oh fantastic. And you often find like people are a little bit afraid to go to yoga because they feel I have to be flexible I'm not flexible enough but I would say the opposite is true. The less flexibility you have, the more you need to go to a yoga class. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting because you're talking to the one now who would absolutely be fearful of walking into. You see, this this practice intrigues me completely. And I hear so many people talk about the benefits, so many people that I know that go to regular yoga. And then people kind of like yourself that have gone on then to actually go deeper into it and and do it as a daily thing, you know. But for me, that's the one thing I go, oh, I'm not going to be able to do these moves. I'm not flexible enough. There's a lot of misconceptions, isn't there? Well, you can deepen your practice and eventually go into headstands, handstands, whatever you like. But fundamentally, it's for bringing a little bit more movement, keeping mobility and then slowly progressing towards things like that, if that's what you want. Yeah. But it should be a daily practice for everybody that even before you get out of your bed, I teach my um, students in class to... Before you get out of the bed, just mm. hug your knees into your chest, lengthen your lower back and you get rid of that bit of, we all have inflammation in the body when we wake up, there's yeah. a little bit of fluid around the joints and that just helps you to release it out. Right. And then you get up, 
and you start your day off a little bit better than if you didn't do it. Okay, so that little simple practice. Okay, I'm going to actually put that, implement that now into my own life. That's really good. That's really good that everyone can try that. Because, you know, you do, you wake up and you're sleeping funny and you might have a crick in your neck or you might have, you know, your pillow was weird during the night or something like that or you might be in a weird position. So that's a really, really good one that everybody can try. Absolutely. So talk to me then about the, um, the benefits of this because they're tenfold really in terms of physical and mental. Well, this is it. You could you could talk all day about it. And the, the physical aspect is very obvious. But then if we go a little bit deeper, it works very subtly at this level. Mm. But it definitely does work. And there is um, there's a book I'd like to just mention. Actually. Yeah. The Body Keeps the Score. And it's by Bessel van der Kolk. And he would go into great detail here about explaining the details of this whole concept of how the mind and the body are connected. Mm. Because, you know, if you see somebody who has like the shoulders rounded forward. And oh, the that's down. me, Miriam. As, oh, here, I'm straightening no. up myself as I'm talking to you. Now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even you can see it's a kind of a shy person or somebody holding back a little bit. I yeah. think you're shy, Sinead. <laughs> <laughs> then you see somebody walking down the street, shoulders back, chest face. Yeah. You can tell that's a confident person. So we know there is definitely a mind-body connection. That's an obvious thing. Yeah. But then how do we work on things like grief and trauma, which everybody experiences throughout life at some point. And yoga can help you. And it's not not a very tough way of doing it. Some Mm. people would like to go to counselling and, you know, that's a really good way to help yourself too. But through yoga, it helps you to nice and gently work through those things on a really, really subtle level. And as you were saying to me before as well, it's through that movement with the breath as well. It's all kind of this fluid movement, isn't it? It is. Movement with the breath. When we're moving with the breath, you're taking a deep breath in on certain movements. Yep. Exhaling and releasing muscle tension in the body. And this release of muscle tension is also reflected in the mind. Okay, that's so really I interesting. I don't want to at all belittle, like grief and trauma mm. are huge things, but to work nice and slowly through it with yourself, you help yourself to accept what it is you're going through and then building the awareness through the yoga practice, it, it helps you to deal with it. Yeah. You know, so it's on a very, very subtle level, but it can also help really, really deep work. Yeah, no, I can completely see that. And, you know, you uh, we were talking about the breath there and this is co- quite um, uh, a nice introduction to, to, to your actual name of your studio because you have your studio there uh, in Termenfeck and it's called Pavan Yoga. Tell me about the word Pavan and what that means. OK, well, Pavan is the wind or the air and it's the vehicle, if you like, on which the energy in the body travels through the body. So by, I know it's probably, it's a bit out there and because it's in Sanskrit, yeah. nobody knows what that means. But I know that eventually I'll get to explain to people what it means. And when you're in class and you realise the use of the breath with the movement, it all kind of makes sense then. Yeah, I was going to say you have to be in the class. So talk to me about the classes. So for me as a complete beginner, never tried yoga before. First of all, will I be able for it? And secondly, what can I expect from a class? Of course, yeah. Well, I usually begin the class by bringing people into the space because it life is so busy. Everybody has so many 
lists of things to do throughout the day and just bringing you to the space. That's number one. Okay. Making you more aware of, okay, I need to think of myself. I need to actually focus on me here. And then the practice saying, would you be capable of it? I have like different classes for different levels, if Mm -hmm. you like. Yeah. But I would say all the classes are suitable for everybody because I do go through each movement and I do it in steps. And I'll say to you, you know, do this. And then if it's there for you, be aware of the body. Notice how you're feeling. If you feel like going into it a little bit deeper, do this. You know, when I bring them on to the next step of the pose. But, okay. um, and you also go around the class, don't you, to to make I sure do. that people are comfortable or if they're struggling, you'll go down to them. Yes, I do. Fantastic. Uh, I adjust, do adjusting and I will speak to individuals rather than calling out somebody in a class. I might go over and just kind of say, OK, lift, you know, yeah. your gear or whatever the adjustment might be. You know. Oh, fantastic. So what do you hope people take away from the classes? Because you are starting a new block now very soon, aren't you? Yeah, next Monday it will be the beginning of the next block. Um, I just, I really hope that people learn how to deal with life stuff. Yeah. In, in a nice, easy way that you can implement into your everyday. Like the practice of coming to a class is really good for you to get out of you know, to get out of the house, to get mm. out somewhere and be with other people, or even just if you want to be on your own in the class, that's also possible. But just to get out there, do it. And bringing back some practices that you can do on a daily basis. And like people probably think, oh, I have to do an hour. You can do five minutes. You can be standing in a queue. And I will give you a little exercise that oh, you can yeah. bring in standing in the queue yeah, in, yeah. in the shopping or whatever it is. And once you're aware of them and you know those practices that you can bring into your daily life, it's so much easier from there. Okay, so it's like what you said there about the the start, you know, the the pulling the knees up to the chest in the bed. This it's these little things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, fantastic. It seems like something simple. It's it's really effective and it can make a difference. Fantastic. Well, I'm wishing you all the best of luck with this, Miriam. I've no doubt that it's going to be very, very, you know, helpful for people. How can people find more information? You do have a Facebook page, yes? I have Facebook. I have Instagram. I'm Miriam Gaynor on Instagram and Facebook. And I also have a Pavan um, yoga and physical therapy um, on Facebook as well. Fantastic. People can hit you up there and all your contact details are there. And people, we have them here as well. If anyone's interested. Oh, do you? What's the website? MiriamGainer.com. MiriamGainer.com. Fantastic. And if anyone, um, oh, someone's, uh, there's a couple of people messaging in already. Absolutely. We have the details here as well. So we'll keep them here at reception if anyone is, is interested. But Miriam, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thanks Thank a million. Miriam, thanks a million. Miriam Gaynor there. Pavan, P-A-V-A-N, yoga and physical therapy. MiriamGaynor.com is probably the best one to send everybody to. She's online there and she's also on Facebook as well. And that new block is starting Monday the 19th. The 11 to 1 show. With Gilmore's, your mercy. L-M-F-M.
LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day, 1959, John McEnroe, American tennis player, he was born in Germany. And today is Innovation Day. Yes, companies all over the world are constantly innovating, creating new ways for people to interact with and experience the world. So Innovation Day celebrates these intrepid explorers of new ideas. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Back to the music now. Here's Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie Shania Twain with Unhealthy. Still to come, Niall will be back talking movies and Brian starts the weekend with his big bangers. That's all to come. The 11 to 1 show. Two songs, one mix. Brian's Big Bangers are back. More details after George Ezra. George Ezra, blame it on me on LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. And on Friday, we like to start the weekend early. How do we do that? Well, Brian picks two songs guaranteed to get us pumped and ready for the weekend. But, you know, he has a little bit of teasers in advance of this. Brian is back with us. It's that time of the week again for Brian's Big Bangers. It's Friday and you know what that means. It's time for Brian's Big Bangers. Yes, as always, here on the 11 to 1 show, I've taken two songs and mixed them up. And this week, in light of the Super Bowl, I've changed it around a wee bit. So can you guess this week's Big Bangers? If you know the answer, text or WhatsApp today now on 086-1800-658 and we'll have the answers at the end of the show. Brian's Big Bangers. Yes. Okay, so Super Bowl is a big clue. Can you guess what the two songs are? Just the names of them or, you know, any sort of information that you have about them is good. Okay, 086-1800-658. I'll give you a little bit of a taster of just the mix again. If you missed it, here it is. Yeah, you just you have to sort of listen to one or another and then go back and listen to the other one. 086-1800-658. Now time to check in with the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. JLo has been talking about her new album. It's called This Is Me Now. She said it's been great to look back on her years post Ben Affleck and then when she went back out with him. Oh my God, it's called This Is Me Now, which we announced last year on the 20th anniversary of This Is Me Then. Because we had the album actually all written and done when I announced it last year. And since then, I've kind of just been... Um, doing other things that are very special, kind of creating this whole musical experience for this album because I feel like it was such a special thing that happened, um, becoming inspired to write that when Ben and I got back together, being that the uh, first album was, you know, when we were together 20 years ago, I wrote that one and so then this one was a new chapter in that experience. It's almost like closing the loop in a way. Lady Gaga's given an update on her upcoming album that's in the works, saying it's not a rock album. 
but if you know Lady Gaga, you'll know she likes to tease it. So fans are convinced she's telling them it is in fact a rock album. Maisie Williams has a brand new podcast episode on the Barbie movie. Speaking to The Tonight Show in America, she told them why she loved the movie. I just think it was so beautiful. I spent the whole movie crying. And I thought maybe, I mean, I'd had like a little glass of wine. No, yeah, sure, as one does. Yeah, why not? But just like, I don't know. And then I watched it again and tried to like really watch it with a critical lens and be like, you know, what if I didn't love this movie? What if I didn't love it? And then obviously just sobbed again. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. A lot of people guessing Nelly. It's not Nelly. Who played the Super Bowl? Come on, people. 086 1800 658. Phil Collins against all odds on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now it is that time of the week where we talk movies. Niall O'Brien is with us next. LMFM's Real Reviews, sponsored by Omniplex Cinemas. Enjoy a ticket to every movie with My OmniPass. For more information, log on to omniplex.ie forward slash join and enjoy the greatest blockbusters all the time at Omniplex, Deluxe Strahada, Dundalk and Balbriggan. Yes, it's Friday. We're talking movies. Niall O'Brien is on the line. How are you getting on, Niall? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Not too bad now. Not too bad. Okay, getting straight into it. It is our competition. That's right, our regular segment, Who's That Talking Now? Identify the voice of the mystery actor or filmmaker or this week, singer. And we will give you a pair of tickets to the Omniplex Cinema for the film of your choice. Yes, and they have many locations around the North East. The Omniplex Deluxe Venue in Drogheda, also the one in Scotch Hall uh, Shopping Centre, Omniplex in Dundalk and Omniplex Balbriggan. There are some great films out right now. The best way to see them is on the big screen. You can find out all the details, omniplex.ie. So I don't think people need a clue. It's going to be grand. Okay, well, all I'll say is he, he likes his donuts with jamming. <laughs> okay, who is this talking? Oh, it's 1-800-658. Are you a rich man? What do you mean rich? What do you mean? You have a lot of possessions, a lot of money in the bank. Possession make you rich? I don't, I don't have that type of richness. My richness is life forever. Oh, listen, we could all take a leaf out of his book, couldn't we? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Okay, before we do talk, uh, oh yeah, we're going straight in actually, sorry, to Madam Webb, which I did see a trailer for and I was kind of going, is this the female Spider-Man? But no. Uh, well, it kind of is. Oh, this is okay. very complicated. I'll yeah, educate yeah. you about it. Yeah, yeah. So this is Madam Web. This is the new Sony Pictures uh, mm. superhero movie in association with Marvel. Uh, this stars Dakota Johnson, stars as Cassandra Webb. She's a paramedic in Manhattan and she uh, has a near-death experience and develops the power to see into the future. And she realises that she can use this to change the future as well. And she ends up having to save three teenage girls, played in this by Sydney Sweeney, Celeste O'Connor and Isabella Mar said from being murdered by an evil mysterious man called Ezekiel Sims played by Tahar Rahim who is also having visions of his own future which showed that these girls will grow up and kill him uh, like Cassie Ezekiel has gained powers from the bite of a Peruvian arachnid worshipping tribe known as the Las Alanas in Peru and yeah it's uh, we have a little clip here now okay here it is Madam Webb hi sir alright I'm going to cut your seatbelt <laughs> Please, you are the only one who can change the future. 
<laughs> Did I die? Yeah, I think this is the clip I saw, actually, yeah. Okay, right, yeah. 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 So that's uh, that's Dakota Johnson as uh, Cassandra Webb and Adam Scott from Parks and Rec as Ben Parker, which is a name that might oh, be familiar to Spider-Man yes, fans. Okay, yes. But this, as I say, this is a Sony Studios picture. So Sony has the rights to Spider-Man and all of Spider-Man's 60 years of peripheral characters. But because of the deal that they've made with uh, with um, Marvel Studios, the Tom Holland Spider-Man, they can make these movies, but they can't actually have Spider-Man in them. So oh. they've got all these characters who are, you know, they, they are, have... They all appear in the Spider-Man comics, but there is no Spider-Man in this. And this film is set in the early 2000s, right? So we do get a little glimpse of maybe a baby Peter Parker in here, although he can't be called Peter in this, okay? Um, So it's really kind of complicated. Right, this is, like, they've made, Sony have made Venom, they've made Morbius, these are other kind of spin-offs ones. They've got another one called Craven coming out this year. These are characters who, when you take them out, when you can't have Spider-Man in the film, they kind of don't make sense a little bit. Yeah. So we've got these three characters that Cassandra Webb, Madam Webb has to kind of look after who will grow up to become spider women, right? Mm. Now, if you're expecting them to be spider women in this, they're not. There are flash forwards to seeing them in costumes and doing superheroic things, but they're like very short. They're just kind of, it's almost like they're teasing a movie that's going to come next. But okay. spoiler, it's not going to come oh. next because this film is not going to do very well. Okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is a bit of a mishmash. It is a bit of a mess. It really is. You've got a lot, like Dakota Johnson, I think, is quite good in this. She has a real dry sense of humor, but. This is a little bit of behind the scenes stuff. She fired her agent after her agent got her this part. So, <laughs> and even the young stars who are kind of like um, Sydney Sweeney is is kind of going to be a big thing, and you kind of think like they were kind of tricked into right. believing they were in a Marvel movie, and it's not a Marvel movie. It's quite frustrating because I think there are good parts of this film. But it's a real mishmash. It's a real mess. Like I say, if you're looking for superhero action, you're not going to get in this. It it kind of bait and switches things. I'm a Spider-Man fan, so mm. I know who these characters are going to turn out to be. But other casual similar goers are going to have to Google it and yeah. then go, well, I don't know what's going on. It's incredibly uh, frustrating. It, when it works well, it's essentially kind of Terminator meets Final Destination. Okay. Um. So there are, like, I did enjoy parts of it, but um. yeah, it's, look... You'd have to be a hardcore comic book fan who has to see every comic book movie that comes out to go and really like it. So in other um, words, you have it, to be Niall. You have to be me. And I, look, I did I did have a good time. Apart from the bad behaviour from oh, certain yeah. cinema goers when I went to see it, sitting in the front row, on their phones the whole time, flashing their cameras at the screen. I had to have a word. I don't oh, like to be old. I don't like to be old man shouting at cloud, but I, occasionally I will be. Yeah, no, I, I'm old woman shouting as well because like I, I don't like that. I, people be respectful in the cinema and yeah. what are you doing on your phone? And if you're bored of the movie, just leave. That's okay. Exactly, you can do that. yeah. They were don't be taking selfies. It. They were taking ah, selfies probably to put up on Instagram. I'm going, look at me, I'm at the cinema, it's great. Oh, listen. No, 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 none of that behaviour now, people. Now, moving to uh, One Love. Now, I've heard a lot about this and, you know, look, biopics, they can be kind of tricky territory, can't they? They can, yes. So this is Bob Marley, One Love is the full title. Kingsley Benadier stars as Bob Marley, the reggae icon who became an international sensation before he died from cancer at the age of 36. This is uh, directed and co-written by Ronaldo Marcus Green, who did King Richard. That okay, gave, yeah, yeah. Uh, Will Smith his, his Oscar. And it, it is, has a kind of a very difficult challenge. Um, 
in in kind of encapsulating the life of Bob Marley in in like an hour and a half movie. Um, and it has the endorsement and the participation of the mem the surviving members of the Marley family, including mm-hmm. Bob's widow Risha and son Ziggy and daughter Sadella. They're credited as producers. But what it wisely does, I think, it focuses on kind of two years in Bob Marley's life, 1976 to 1978. Marley and his wife, Risha, survive an assassination attempt in their Jamaican home. They have to relocate to London, where he records uh, kind of his seminal album, Exodus, yeah. um, in 1977. And you kind of see him, his growing social consciousness and the the embracing of an expanding musical palette that not only includes reggae, but rock and soul and funk as well. We have a little clip here. Here it is. Redemption song. When you write that? All my life. It's a hit. Reggae is the people music. You know you're a superstar. A superstar. You can't separate the music and the message. You see, reggae music come to unify the people. Not everyone likes what you're saying. For your own safety, you need to stop. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by this, and I think, as you say, wisely focusing on those two years is is probably the the, the good option in this. Absolutely, yeah. And Kingsley Benadire, like he's not a dead ringer for Bob Marley. Yeah. You know, he's much taller. He, I think he's six two, and Bob Marley was five six, something like that. Um, but when he really comes alive, he he is on stage, and yeah. when he's recording, and the music is fantastic in this, obviously. And he's got the the lilting vocal cadence when he's speaking. Even, yeah, can and get the, a taste of it there. Yeah. Even, this evangelical fervor as a disciple of Rastafarianism as well, and you know the world of his on stage dancing. Uh, the only like a lot of other characters in this get short shrift except for Lashana Lynch as Rita Marley she is really really good in this she's a real rock as well in his life um, James Norton plays the head of Island Records he's quite good as well but he's just there to kind of go hey Bob you should do this and Bob go no I'm not going to do that um, <laughs> it also um, it also covers like his tour in Europe when he was received this cancer di- diagnosis as yeah. well um, and it, then it sees him return back to Jamaica and play peacemaker to these violent clashing political parties uh, in Jamaica. There's also kind of flashbacks, not a lot of them, to his early life uh, when he grew up uh, in in Kingston. Um, now, the the most the best bit for me was his kind of uh, stay in London mm. when he when he's recording Exodus. I thought that was really really interesting. With a lot of biopics, when you've got family, surviving family members who are executive producers, you don't get a lot of controversy, you don't get a lot of nuance, you don't get a lot of, you know, well, was he more than kind of the saintly character that Mm. we kind of know? And this kind of portrays him as this kind of saintly prophet of peace, which, you know, is fine. But like I say, the music is the ultimate star of the show. Um, uh, and, you know, as a biopic, I'd say it's not up there with kind of the best of the best, but the beat remains powerful. Fantastic. One love in cinemas. Now, moving to streaming and players, what platform are we looking at here? This is on Netflix. This yeah. is their 
um, kind of late if you if you missed Valentine's Day because who wants to do Valentine's Day on a Wednesday? You know what I mean. I know. This yeah. is what you can watch this weekend. This is their rom com. Gina Rodriguez plays Mac. She's a Brooklyn-based sports journalist. She basically her and her crew they have a playbook of romantic entrapment. So they go out to the bars and they kind of run these kind of con games on people to have one night stands with them. So it's it's all of her mates who are also journalists on this newspaper. Um, they, uh, they, what happens is she has this one night stand with this character called Nick Marshall, who is an award winning journalist. And suddenly she goes, I don't want to just be doing one night stands anymore. So we have to do a kind of a play to make him, to make me be in a relationship with him. Um, cause she says like, she's 33, she's exhausted. She wants to be an adult. She's tired of this kind of going around bars. Yeah. Um, um, and look, what they do, it's its like kind of Ocean's Eleven, but how to hook up with people, essentially, <laughs> you know, and then how to how to if you have hooked up with them, how to make a relationship then from that. You know, um, I had a really good time with this. Gina Rodriguez is great fun. They've got a they've got a great supporting character of of mates that she kind of hangs around and does these kind of these plays with, you know. Um, one thing I would say is she's like the kind of, you know, the, the perfect woman in a rom-com for guys you know she, oh, okay. she likes sports she eats Chinese take a takeout she watch, watches wrestling she looks great in the bar but doesn't have to work out it seems you know that kind of thing mm. it's a little bit far-fetched in that way but um there's a great kind of um it's 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 a it, it, it is also kind of a what would you say a um conventional rom-com because yeah. there's a best friend who you kind of know they really should be together not the guy that she has her eye on and that it kind of plays out exactly as you would expect it's um but we don't you know, care it's ro- valentine's we day don't we care. want to exactly, feed yeah. that yeah yeah uh, it's it's a lot better than a lot of the rom-coms that you see on streaming and um rom-coms don't really make it to the cinema anymore yeah. apart from yeah anyone but you which was i quite liked as well but yeah no i would say if you're looking for a kind of offbeat Val- late Valentine's Day streaming choice then players on Netflix is the one fantastic moving to TV movies for the weekend TG Cahar 9.35 rawhide well now that's the TV show this has nothing to do with that <laughs> I know this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This uh, this stars Tyrone Power. He is. It's basically like a kidnap hostage situation in a in a Wild West uh, ray, uh, way station. Essentially, it's quite good. I, I it's it's an old fashioned kind of western. It, it is good. I like Tyrone Power as well. And then Saturday on BBC One, if you want something completely different, eleven fifty five, just before midnight, Eastern Promises, oh, great two thousand and seven, yeah. great film. Viggo Mortensen, David Cronenberg hooked up with him again after. Uh, after um, history of violence, uh, history of violence, yeah, yeah, and this is about ruthless crime, Russian gangsters in London. Stars Naomi Watts as well. It's it's a really good film. And then Sunday uh, at ten past three on RT One, a great film for the afternoon. Zulus, thousands of them from nineteen sixty four. This is the movie that kind of catapulted Michael Caine in a, into the stardom, if you like, playing against type as a kind of posh officer. But it's got a great cast. It's about the colonial forces in Africa and they are beset by um, an attack by Zulu forces. But it's it's a classic. Ray Winston recently said it's his favourite oh, uh, movie. Must yeah. check it out again. Yeah, I haven't been young since I actually saw that. Fantastic. And put them out of their misery, even though they are all getting it. Who is our mystery voice? It was Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Niall, as always, thank you for jam-packed Real Reviews. We'll chat to you next week. Talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. The 11 to 1 Show. L-M-F-M.
Just sticking with movies a moment longer, just to remind you that myself and Niall, we are back in Drogheda Arts Centre on Tuesday next for the Film Club. And this week's film is Past Lives. It's nominated for an Academy Award for Best Picture this year. And it centres on two deeply connected childhood friends. One of them, they're, they're kind of torn apart after one emigrates from South Korea. But decades, decades later, they are reunited for one fateful week. It is... Fantastic, fantastic film in Drihid Arts Centre, drihid.com for more information on that one. Jesse J, price tag on LMFM's 11 to 1. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport, and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Loud Me, the Education Training Board invites applications from suitably qualified persons for the following position it's a temporary staff officer. Grade 4 and 5 panel. More details and applications you can check out careers.lmetb.ie or check out the local job section on lmfm.ie. Closing date for this position is the 18th of February. LMFM Job Search. There's Thin Lizzy dancing in the moonlight. We're dancing in the daylight shortly because it is going to be time for Brian's Big Bangers very, very shortly. Lots of people getting them right. Do you want to hear the mix again? One more time. Here's the mix. Yeah, you have it. You have it. 086 1800 658. The 11 to 1 show. Loads of you getting in on 086 1800 658. Where are you right? It's now time for Brian's Big Bangers on the 11 to 1 show. Hi Sinead, yes, this week's Big Bangers were Usher, yeah, and Sean Paul, get busy. And don't forget every Saturday to tune into Saturday Night Vibes right here on LMFM for the best music to get your Saturday night party started. Right here every Saturday from 8. And we'll have another Big Bangers next week for you. Enjoy your weekend and we'll talk to you next Friday. Brian's Big Bangers. Oh, I'm looking forward to them. Here they are. Mixing up your weekend on the 11 to 1 show yeah, with Brian's yeah, Big Bangers. What a mix. What an absolute mix that was. Usher with Yeah and Sean Paul with Get Busy. Want to say Aoife Casey, you're getting the LMFM Keep Cup for guessing the both songs and Kevin Thornton in Clotterhead, you are going along to the Omniplex. It was, of course, Bob Marley, the mystery voice. That is my lot on the show for today and for this week. Thank you so much to all of the guests and to you for your company. Have a great weekend. I'll chat to you Monday. Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie or the LMFM app. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.